Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Secret Origins of Mint Condition. Um, I am James, and with me is Chris. Hi there. And Joe. Good day, folks. And returning uh, friend of the show is Keith Tarnowski. Hey, guys. And we are doing our uh, first one of these shows where we're going to do a special uh, spotlight on uh, a character, and we've, uh, we teased it during Keith's last appearance, but this is going to be about The Flash, and more specifically, uh, Wally West as The Flash. Um, there's a lot of places we can go. There's a lot of history with this character. Um, and Keith talked about some of this on his, on his first appearance on the show. But uh, I think it's good to reiterate, since this might be, like Stan Lee used to say, this could be someone's first podcast. <laughs> so, right. so Keith, why don't we re-sum? Why, why Wally West or why The Flash? Okay. Well, um, I'm sure a lot, uh, a lot of listeners these days um, may not know much about Wally West because Barry Allen came back to life, so to speak, in the comics in 2009, got a TV show that was very popular, uh, you know, movies coming out. He was in Justice League. Uh, so to a whole generation, Wally really is, you know, either wasn't really heard of or he was the former Kid Flash, you know. But um, for 22 years mm-hmm. of comic book publishing, Wally was the Flash. He headlined um, the Flash book. He was, uh, you know, for 247 issues plus 13 annuals and specials and miniseries. He was the Flash of the JLI, JLA through many incarnations. Um, he was my Flash growing up. Um you know, he's my favorite character inside and outside of comics for many reasons. Um, you know, one of them being the, the fact that he is uh, the first sidekick ever in the history of comics to, you know, to fulfill the promise, so to speak, to take over the mantle of his mentor, uh, quote unquote, permanently. And what I mean by that is, you know, back then, 22 years of publishing sure seemed like forever. You know, it seemed like that was it not a lot of people were clamoring for the return of Barry Allen. So um, he's a special character. I think that's pretty unique that um, a sidekick could take over the mantle permanently and, and with such popularity um, through all those years. Um, he was uh, a unique backstory, uh, which I think is something special we're kind of missing out of comics now. And I think would have been really interesting for movies and the show. Um, you know, but that even that stuff aside, it was one thing that's great about Wally was, you know, I grew up with him when I was around 13, you know, 12, 13, he was a 20 year old, you know, startup flash who had formerly been kid flash for many years. Uh, but he had some growing pains as the, uh, as the lead hero. He was, uh, he wasn't perfect like Barry. He, uh, he stumbled quite a bit. Um, he was a jerk at times and his very first issue of being the flash, he was asked to deliver a heart, uh, cross country for a surgery, and um, you know he told the hospital he would definitely do it, but he wanted free medical insurance for the for, mm-hmm. for the job because he he didn't he didn't have any money and he needed it. Um, he would uh, he would actually he would womanize a bit. He wasn't he wasn't perfect. Um, ultimately, he'd always do the right thing, um, but he stumbled a lot, and it was interesting to watch that progression as a kid. I was like, this is you know, it's fascinating. Everyone else, Superman was perfect. Uh, Batman was perfect. Green Lantern, so to speak. Everyone was like these noble heroes that didn't stumble too much. And Wally wasn't. And throughout those 22 years of publishing through various writers, I watched him go from kind of like first before that, a doe eyed kid has looked up to his mentor to kind of a jerky early 20s guy to slowly progress into this great man 
and hero that we always knew he could be, you know, um, it was always there. Even when he would kind of screw up and stumble, he would always ultimately do the right thing. I remember there was one issue where he got evicted from his apartment by this jerky landlord. Um, and then later on, a couple issues later, the landlord's daughter was kidnapped by Vandal Savage. And the landlord was a real jerk to Wally about the eviction. Like he was, you know, he was, he was definitely a bad guy. And when, when the landlord called Wally to ask for help to save his daughter, Wally, um, said, uh, no, I'm sorry, Wally West doesn't live here anymore. He's been evicted and he hung up on him. And that's how the issue ended. But the, literally the first minute of the next issue, he he quickly came to his senses and without powers at that time, which is a whole other part of the story, went and saved that guy's daughter powerless. Um, it was just a fascinating arc watching him grow, eventually becoming this great hero, uh, a husband, and much later, um, a father to twin kids, which ironically happened right around the time I became a dad. So I felt like I really grew up with Wally. Um, and I feel like he's, uh, you know, one of, if not the best fleshed out DC character for that. Uh, he's also, he's not, he's not um, inspired by darkness. He did not tragedy. He does the right thing because it is the right thing to do. Um, so those are the, you know, a, a few of the reasons why he's, you know, my favorite character in comics and, and outside of comics. Well, that's uh, that. No, that's all. That's great. And I guess for the the listener who you know might not be familiar with Wally or might not be familiar with comics, uh, I think uh, you relate to Joe and and for me and Krista Reed, just to refresh ourselves, that Born to Run. I guess the trade paperback is his origin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess without spoiling things, how what's uh, how does Wally get his powers? Do you want to take that, Keith? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, it might have seemed hokey back in the Silver Age, but uh, his, Wally's first appearance was in Flash number 110, which is only a few issues after Barry's technically first issue 105, right. not including the showcase issues. Um, and again, it was a hokier time, so literally Barry Allen was showing Wally West, I'm sorry, the Flash was showing Wally West around Barry Allen's lab, acting mm-hmm. like he wasn't one and the same person. Um, and he was explaining to him how he got his powers, how an errant bolt of lightning crashed through the window and doused him with chemicals. And moments later, the same exact thing happened to Wally West. <laughs> so again, that was hokey. He became Kid Flash immediately. Barry gave him a, uh, you know, a smaller version of his costume. And they, you know, he was his sidekick for many years. They later, through that Born to Run story, and then even in other stories, alluded to the fact that, um, you know, Barry and or the Speed Force kind of chose Wally um, to be his his partner, you know, knowing his like inherent goodness. Um, he he was he was chosen. The Speed Force kind of cho- chooses who has their power. But back in the day, you know, it was just very simple coincidence. Lightning struck twice. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's great. I was about, that was my follow up question because uh, I read it and I was and I'm not. I have to say, I'm not a big, um, I wasn't a big Flash fan. I mean, I'm probably more familiar with the Flash from the CW show and right. from his time when I was reading comic books, he was, you know, the character in the Mark Wade uh, JLA run is right. how I knew Wally the best. So I was I was never sure if they if they kept with that same origin, if they retconned it somehow, um, if it, or if they just, you know, kept going forward with them. So I'm glad you, you cleared that up, that it was yeah. like the speed, yeah. speed Force as like the entity we know the Speed Force to be chose him to for this role. Um, yeah. Well, I'd like to add to what Keith, well, first I want to say, Keith, would you, the, um, the way you encapsulated Wally's history just now, I think we should send at least this part of the podcast to DC Comics. <laughs> and, and yeah, and the, yeah, listen to, or not, not 
the flesh will die. No, we'll come over and we'll kill you because th this is the way they should be writing comic books. This is the character that they they dumped. We'll get to that later on, how they dumped on him. But uh, that was a great uh, retrospective. You just delivered, Keith. Well, you know what? Because, you know, it's not to say that while he doesn't have tragedy in his life and he hasn't had bad things happen, he has. His parents were, you know, you know, kind of bad parents, uh, not like, you know, yeah. terribly abusive, but like, you know, they weren't really interested in being parents. Um, you know, he's had, he's had tragedies. He's, he's stumbled a lot, but while he uh, always manages to, to smile. Um, and like one thing, Mark Wade, I quote Mark Wade once, he said, um, this, this kind of uh, captures Wally. Every time, all Wally ever wanted to be was the Flash. He grew up idolizing the Flash. And mm -hmm. when, when Barry died, which was tragic to Wally, but, and he took on the role to, you know, to honor his mentor. But it also was like, imagine you, you one day growing up to be your favorite hero, Superman or Batman. Yeah. He, he loved it. Um, Wally, uh, Mark Wade would say, every time Wally put the costume on, it was like a kid on Christmas. Mm -hmm. He loved it. Um, he didn't look at it as a burden. Um, it was his dream come true. He literally lived to become what he always wanted to be. Um, and I think that's a special, unique. He's not, he's not grim and gritty. Um, when that's, when that kind of writing has been tried to have been forced on him, it never works out. Um, no, he's just, he's a wonderful character. And I, I, uh, I think he's, um, I think he's kind of even more unique as that these days to all the grim and darkness. It's yeah. kind of funny because he really, especially, and thank you, Keith, for that breakdown. Cause I, I, I echo what, what James and Joe both said, which is, uh, it really helps you get to know the flash in a, in a nutshell. Well, Wally specifically in a nutshell. But I, this is one of the few characters that I sort of think was written the Marvel way, in that you have, you have a, he's a person first. He really is a person first. And what Marvel for such a long time was better at doing, and some might argue is still the case, was better at doing was creating heroes that are flawed. And one of the problems with a lot of DC heroes is that they come from from ridiculously tragic backgrounds, such as losing their parents or having their planet explode or whatever. Um, like you said, his, his parents weren't good parents. They weren't bad parents. They weren't like abusive or anything. So there was nothing dramatic about his upbringing. They just didn't understand each other. They didn't get along. His parents weren't particularly good. So like, you know, and this kid ends up like idolizing the flash. And then he, he ends up being in this place where, um, he ends up become stepping into the, the shoes of his hero, but like he, but he has money issues. So yeah, he, he wants to get health insurance. I, I personally love the fact that like all of his rogues smack talk him because they respected Barry Allen. They do not respect Wally West at all. Um, and so we get to see him grow as a person, but we also see him at part of that growth as a person is seeing how his rogues come to respect him and in some ways he comes to respect at least some of his rogues and um and and so i, I it's it's really interesting that wally i think wally kind of breaks the mold as far as as dc characters and how they're how they're created that's a great take chris and and you know what um i have a few flashbacks here that i want to get to but um you know uh, yes he was written like a um uh a marvel character and he grows up with the DC universe, because while he's, I mean, as, as Keith said, he was there in Flash 110. That's only five issues um, after Barry gets uh, Barry gets the book. Um, Wally predates the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, the entire Marvel universe. Wally predates Silver Age, Hawkman, and Hawk Girl, and the Atom. 
So he's there from the very beginning and he grows up with all these other heroes. And it's, it's interesting because the maturation of Wally West, it's kind of like the maturation of the DC universe that started with basically uh, showcase number four, like when Barry's first appearance, the first quote unquote first Silver Age comic book. So it all ties together beautifully and it ties together in this, in this great character, this one character. And for me, while, and I was, I was born and raised with, well, born and raised, I was, yeah, I was born a year before the flash period, that's right. So, uh, so uh, yeah, fine. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, but my guy was Barry. You know, we've talked about the cover, 163, stop, don't pass up this issue, I will die. But as Keith said before, Wally was the flash for 22 years. And even though the flash of my youth was Barry, to me, Wally's the flash and Wally always will be the flash because he just takes us on this great journey. It's a heroic journey of, of, of battling rogues, but it's also a heroic, an heroic journey of battling uh, his, his the inconsistencies. And I wouldn't say demons in himself, but the, the stuff that we all deal with with growing up, you know, getting past greed, getting past uh, uh, me, me, me. And, and uh, Keith and I have talked about this many times. Uh, you know, I think Wally becomes a man when he meets really his last last step to becoming a man is when he meets Linda and he marries Linda because she really makes a man out of him. And, yeah, and he he's the only Flash who has an arc. Yes, he, yes, he, yes. he just his is. Arc, his arc, his arc is the entire run of the Silver Age DC uh, universe comic book uh, canon. Also, and you know, I don't necessarily know if it was planned at the time, but when Mike Barron first launched the book with number one, and then Bill Messner Loeb, and with all these stumbling blocks, Wally being a jerk, Wally womanizing, Wally dating mm-hmm. an older married woman, Wally, you yeah, know, the stumbling block, Wally <laughs> also not being as fast as Barry anymore. Because back in the Silver Age and up the crisis, right. they were equals in speed. Yeah. But throughout the run, while he was, wasn't running nearly as fast as Barry. Yeah, he could only he could only hit, what, the, the speed of sound, right? In the beginning, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you know, progressively, like, you know, something would happen. He got into a, a battle with Vandal Savage in issue 50, and he sped up more and this and that. And he got, you know, he, he was faster. He was... Um, but later on, I'm not sure if you guys had a chance yet to read The Return of Barry Allen story by Mark Wade. And it was alluded to throughout the run, but it really culminated in that where um, all those stumbling blocks, while he's losing his powers here and there, being slower, behaving the way he did, was really a mental thing. Because much as he took over, he took over the role of the Flash to honor his uncle, but deep down, he never wanted to surpass him. He felt guilty about surpassing him, whether in speed or in accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost like he was like self-sabotaging. And when you when you read the return of Barry Allen story, he's put into a situation where um, he has to uh, essentially speed wise and nothing else match or surpass Barry in order to take on the threat of that arc. Um, and, you know, there's one line in there, which I, you know, there's actually a couple lines. Actually, last night I, I screenshot them because I, I kind of wanted to even um, take a moment to quickly read it. It's not it's not that long, but there's a. Uh, uh, you know, he's he's fighting the big... Have you guys read it yet? I've read it many times. <laughs> no, no, I, I haven't gotten to it yet. I did I did finish uh, Flash Volume 1. On most I, won't, I won't spoil it. I won't tell you who he's fighting, but, you know, in it, um, he refers to everything kind of, you know, speed-wise and how he was holding himself back. And he one of the quotes is he's he's, uh, he's about to fight this big bad, and he's like, Max mm-hmm. was right. He was right all along. Um, he's like, I am afraid. Um, I'm afraid of replacing Barry, but I'm more afraid of letting this bastard do it. And he gets, that's when his speed kicks in full yep. force mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. just takes down the villain. And it just, it's literally like one of the biggest moments in the character arc of Wally West, where he, 
he kind of this lets go of all his fear and self-doubt and becomes like really becomes the hero he is is meant to be and the title of that issue was actually called the once and future flash mm. and it was just perfect i remember re- i got chills even talking about that issue but i remember <laughs> reading that the first time that whole arc the so many for so many reasons being blown away getting chills like you know almost like roaring in my head with excitement um it, it's just uh it was just you know kind of like the culmination of many years of uh of, of storytelling and again i don't know if that was planned in the beginning i'm not sure if that's why they kind of wrote wally the way he was for such a long time um but it was such a great wonderful payoff again he's just he has a, a character arc yeah uh that's one of my favorite stories of all time and as wally's arc continues you know again you know he marries linda they they have the they have the twins but wally's arc continues in other in other in other mediums and um where it got crystallized for me about how Wally is the heart and soul of the DC universe. And I really believe he is. Um, I think he's a symbol of hope in the DC universe. I know people say it's Superman, but I know it's, it's, it's Wally. And um, uh, the justice league, jail, 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 you cartoon justice league unlimited. Keith and I have spoken about this many times. The, the um, how the JLA is played uh, the, uh, the people of the world think that they attacked them with that rail gun up in their satellite. And Superman and Green Arrow are uh, Green Arrow are going at it, you know, conservative versus uh, liberal, and and uh, they're they're arguing politics and whatnot. And Wally gets between them and says, "Hey, people down there need our help. Table this crap, you know. Put this aside. We got to go down. We're heroes. We help people. Uh, we'll we'll deal with our our image afterwards. Right now, we've got to help people. And it's just like he becomes a leader there, and um, he he is the the character that." Um, for me, anyway, as I said, is the heart and soul of this of this uh, this universe, and uh, I love reading his stories. And um, we can get to this later on, but there are things that DC Comics did to Wally that that are terrible, especially in recent years. But uh, for the most part, he's to me he's been their best written character in the last oh, 25, well, 30, 30 years or so. That's why, for me, it was a big. Um, uh, I was upsetting when they announced they were bringing back Barry Allen back in two thousand nine yeah. because um, ultimately, I knew it was going to happen. Uh, two thousand eight, actually, I knew it was going to happen. You know, people uh, people at DC said it wouldn't, but I knew he'd be sidelined if nothing mm-hmm. else. Um, and even worse, I figured he'd be like uh, story fodder. You know, he'd be that he'd be that redundant Flash that could be killed off or disgraced or something like that. And ultimately, that is what happened. First, he was disappeared for many years; like he didn't exist. And then, when he was brought back, he heroes in crisis was done to him. Um, but this is kind of why I was I was upset about it for a while because he was so he's so not only a special character and so compelling, but unique to comics at all. Like he was a member of the Justice League that was a former sidekick. You know, yeah. that was a unique story that that a, a, a unique dynamic within the JLA instead of them all being the same exact peers. He had a different relationship with them, uh, and it was unfortunate that they. I'm not saying they couldn't have brought Barry back, but um, I knew ultimately he'd be like the redundant Flash, you know, Mm. Um, especially when the TV show happened. You know, as Joe, I love the first season of the TV show, but I didn't want to. (laughs) I wanted to hate it. You know, but it's (laughs) like those things where why are you bothering to bring Barry back? He had a hero's end and there's no arc to finish. I mean, that's if you if you feel as though as a writer or as a creator, if you feel as though Wally's Wally's race is run, I can respect that. 
I may disagree with you, but I can respect it because he he did. He had a really good run, and, and much like exactly. you guys are saying, I I grew up with with Wally being my Flash. He was the the Flash I knew because I started with um you know reading Batman JLA, and at that time, uh, Wally Wally was the Flash, so he was he was my Flash. Um, but I just think if the story is if the story is done and his race is run, then I think fine. But I can't imagine there's a single really a single good reason to bring Barry back. Barry did not have a character arc uh, to speak of. He was always just sort of, like you said, Keith, he was always perfect. Um, there was nothing really we needed to uncover about him. The only, and and usually when you bring a character back like that, there ends up being something written to, into his past that throws into question everything we knew about him. Um, and that's just, that's that's rarely something that interests me because I just don't have that kind of investment. Um, and look, so, I mean, yeah. Comic-wise, what have they really done with him? Um, yeah. I don't think anyone can name a great Barry Allen story since 2009. Flashpoint was a really good comic, like, as a DC event. Um, I don't like what happened because of it, but, yeah. um, but like, there, no one can name, a, like, a great Barry Allen story. And there are dozens of, of amazing Wally West stories. And, again, yeah. that first season of the TV show, though, was really great. Um, oh, sure. Like, I yeah, think that yeah. was one of, the, one of the best superhero TV shows ever that first season. It was, I was glued to it. But, um it wasn't necessary. Again, it was, um, um, you know, and I love Barry Allen, but I still think in the last 11 years, I haven't done anything great. I'm still waiting for someone that some writer to come in and write a, a great, to really get Barry Allen. I feel like they haven't gotten his character in the comics. They make him because like, I think, I think it was Chris who said it. Um, what they did was they, when they brought him back, they gave him the dark, they retconned, uh, not retconned, but they, they, yeah. um, they gave him the dark backstory now with his mom being killed which was yeah. compelling in the show, but now that's like a staple of him. Now Barry's always sad. Yeah, we, and, just, we just and, don't, we just don't need that. And yeah, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing it brings that, that we haven't seen in other stories. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a poor choice. I think I would have liked it more. My, I told, I, I've talked to Joe about this before. I think it would have been great. I know things change in the whole flash universe due to the new 52. Jeff Johns had a much bigger plan that he never got to do because of the relaunch. I think the mother being killed thing would have been a great story arc if it would have. I ultimately think that Jeff Johns' Flash rebirth plan would have been somewhat like his Green Lantern rebirth run, you know, uh, the the uh, mini and then the ongoing, and would have had a set plan. I think it would have been great if that story arc ended eventually, whether it was years later, um, with Barry saving his mom. Mm. That's the uh, only way I could have really justified that, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I really, I mean, I like what you <clears throat> said to start with, you know, Keith, where you said like he fulfilled the promise of like a sidekick, which mm-hmm. is one of the things that got me out of comics over time was like, you keep, uh, the heroes never die. And in fact, they come back. But for Wally, he did the full cycle. You know, it's um, as many times as they've done the story with, with, you know, when Bruce died or, you know, Bruce is out of commission and Dick or Dick becomes uh, Batman or somebody else becomes Batman. It's never going to be Batman. They're never going to be Batman for that long. No right. one's going to ever get Wally's it's run. It's permanent, right? Like no one, no one thought Barry was going to come back. It seemed no. really yeah. like that was it. He was in the cartoon. He was Ryan Reynolds was going to play him in a Flash movie written by David Goyer, but never it just, you know, things just never worked out like it doesn't in right. Hollywood. Like that was the thing. Wally was the Flash, which I know is like for a lot of newer fans of the, of the show and comics, it's hard to believe, but that was the world. Like you know, I. I never doubted it. I thought I thought Barry was gone forever. Yeah, no, well, I I, I, I was in the same boat. I always thought 
you know, whenever we, whenever you would be talking to somebody about comics and they talk about, um, you know, all these characters always come back. Right. The one thing we could always say was not Barry Allen. Not Barry Allen, not Uncle Ben, right? Yeah. yeah while Gwen he was, <laughs> while he was beloved, you know, he was, um, there was really, you know, there was a probably, you know, there was definitely some fans that wanted Barry back that were, you know, but like, it was really like kind of small numbers. People love Wally, um, which I think, uh, you know, while he's back now in the comics, um, after the horrific stuff that was done with him in Heroes in Crisis, uh, um, Dan Didio was, you know, let go from DC and um, they they brought Wally back to prominence and they've exonerated him for the nonsense of that book. Um, but, uh, oh man, it was rough. Yeah, <laughs> I came back to read that. And, right, that book is not on our reading list, right? Right, Keith? No, that's not, no. that shouldn't be on anyone's reading list. It's, it's, it's toxic. <laughs> It's Three First Mile all, Island meeting Chernobyl. Avoid bad, that book by, by all means. It's terrible for many reasons. You know, the fact that it ultimately makes Wally, I wouldn't want to say a villain, but kind of. Yeah. But also, it's just not really, it's not well done. Um, even the, I'm not sure if you guys have read it, even the writer, Tom King, even, there's an interview online, I, I can find it for you guys at some point, where he admits that he never should have used Wally West for the story. It doesn't work for him. And it wasn't even... A planned story for Wally. He had a, a he had the bones of a story in place. Went to Dan Didio, and Dan Didio said, "Use Wally, Harley Quinn, and Booster Gold." It wasn't written for Wally, which you can tell he's forced into it. It's out yeah. of character. It doesn't make sense to his powers when they try to explain it, um, and even the plot in and of itself is so sloppy. Um, and you know, it was literally reversed. About it started being reversed six months later. So it, mm -hmm. it goes to show you they didn't have confidence in it. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was horrific. They, they realized well, they made a big, big mistake with that book. Beautiful art, though. Yes. And just to go like what you what you said, because I'm, you know, uh, maybe you have a better pulse on it. You know, I having I think we all I mean, some some of our listeners probably grew up more with the Justice League Unlimited cartoon than we did. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of those people, Wally West and goes to say John Stewart, those were the Green Lantern and Flash of right. their time. So would at this point more people be Wally West as their Flash? I mean, I it seems so. it seems like like John Stewart is everyone's Green Lantern. So mm -hmm. I would think the same would be for Wally West. I would agree with that. And um, my favorite episode of that of that series is, of course, the Great Brain Robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Michael uh, Michael Rosenbaum is the Flash. We need to start. We need to start keeping a tally of how many times Joe mentions it because he's not wrong. But I just uh, want to be able to tick off like, all right, that's yeah. time number four. That's okay. Five. Yeah. Here's another one you can take off. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. That's, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's that's an incredible episode. It's hysterically funny. It's so well done. And again, Michael Rosenbaum uh, should have gotten a, an, a, an Emmy Award for that. I don't know if they give them out for. But they do give them out for cartoon animated. Of course, they I do. think they do. No? Yeah, they, they do. They do. It's it's, it's, it's limited. They're not going to they're yeah. not going to give it to them for best actor. But yeah. but yeah. yeah. But that's a, that's an incredible story, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you look at Green Lantern, but Green Lantern had to come back. How how had to come back because his story arc, DC, you know, crapped all over him by making him Parallax, even though he kind of redeems himself by saving the world in Final Night. But there was a reason to bring Hal back, but there was no reason to bring Barry back. Let Barry stay dead, like with, with Uncle Ben. We don't, you know, please don't bring him back. We've got Wally, but um, I you guess know. the powers that be thought differently, and now we got them both. Also, what happened, the different, the, the big differences between Green Lantern Rebirth and Flash Rebirth is the effect they've had on, on, the, on their prospective universes. Um, mm -hmm. When Hal, before Hal came back, I love Kyle to death. He's awesome. Oh, Kyle's um, great guy. But yeah. Kyle was the only Green Lantern at that right. point. I think maybe Kilowog was back, but he wasn't, none of them were Green Lanterns. Um, the, right. the power battery right. was gone. It was, it was just, um, 
uh, Kyle as Green Lantern. So when they brought Hal back, they brought back, they expanded, they they added to the universe. They they brought back exactly. the core. They expanded. They brought so much back. There were four ongoing Green Lantern titles for a while, and Kyle was the star of like two of them, mm-hmm. uh, Green Lantern Core, and I think later like New Guardians or something. Mm-hmm. They expanded upon it. I think Kyle probably got even more exposure, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that lasted for like what ten, like almost ten years, eight years. When they brought Barry Allen back, I know they had all these supposed grand plans, but the universe shrunk after that. The D, the New Fifty Two happened, and Barry was the only Flash. Mm-hmm. Not only was Wally gone and never existed, but Jay Garrett, the guy who started it all, he never existed. Max mm-hmm. Mercury was gone. Bart Allen, for all intents and purposes, might as well have been gone because that kid in Teen Titans was not Bart. No, um, no. I, you know, I That's think a lot of what they were doing, you know, with 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 the when you're talking Green Lantern versus Flash, it was interesting because Green Lantern the characters were different, but they also used their power their powers differently. They manifest differently, right? So Alan Scott versus um, you know Hal Jordan versus Kyle, the artist of them all, they all manifested their powers differently. Whereas Flash was almost a direct line of descendants. Um, of one Flash learning from another. And so I could see how, even though the character of Wally is different than the other Flashes, it would be simple to go, yeah, we only need one Flash, though, because basically what they do is they run fast. And we know they have other powers. They can right. they can vibrate through stuff, and they can create cyclones and blah, blah, blah. They've got the speed force. But really, one Flash is enough. And it's so easy for me to see how they would just, unfortunately, write off this terrific character by going, yeah, we can only have one Flash. Whereas with Green Lantern, I can easily see them saying, yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you look at Jon Stewart, the way Jon Stewart creates constructs, it's much more technical. So visually, it's more interesting. And I mean, I guess if we need a second Flash for a story, fine. But otherwise, um, visually, that doesn't really do anything for us. So uh, once they decided to, uh, you know, do bring bring Barry back, then it, it makes sense to me. I don't agree with it, but I can easily see how they end up doing Wally dirty the way they did. Yeah, there's a Green Lantern core. There right. doesn't need to be a Flash core. It's built into the concept yeah. of Green Lantern. Exactly, that there's, yeah. You know, that there's a core. I get that. Um, also, but there was, you know, behind the scenes, there was stuff, because I've read a lot of interviews with different writers, like Francis Manipole, who did the New 52 run. There was a very conscious effort, though, I think, because at the time, the time, think about it, Barry wasn't published for 22 years, really, mm-hmm. except for a couple of flashbacks. Um, I think it was also more of a, the lack of a better term, like threatened by Wally because he has such a strong fan base, and you're trying to push one character, you know, to be to be the, the main Flash again. I think they they felt they had to kind of eliminate any kind of competition, so to speak. Um, sure, this is your sure. Flash. Yeah. yeah, practically, what you're saying makes makes a lot of sense. And again, I I hate it, but it also doesn't surprise me the way you're the way you're describing it right now. And it's it's oh, exactly what happened. I also feel like at the time. You may disagree with this, but at the time, I feel like I would have taken it better if he got a better send-off. Like, when Barry died in Crisis, man, he went out like the king. It yeah. was the most yeah. heroic thing. Wally literally didn't exist anymore. That was you gotta, it. you got to close his arc. I agree with you 100%. That's why I said earlier, like, I've got – I don't I don't mind saying goodbye to a character, but you got to close the arc on the character. Yes. Yeah. It's not been done great. Again, I wouldn't spoil how, because hopefully you'll read Starman one day, but Jack Knight gets a good send-off. He's not seen anymore. A totally different kind of send-off. Barry Allen had an amazing send-off. You know, it, it's been done. I feel like I would have handled it better if he got a good send-off, either 
amazing superhero death in a big event that was important, or he went off with his family and lived happily ever after. And maybe you saw him in, you know, at barbecues and Barry Allen issues here and there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, but instead he literally didn't exist. His importance, he wasn't the, he was, you know, in the new 52 for a few years, he, he was never the flash. He never existed. Um, and, you know, that, you know, that was kind of, uh, I don't know. That stunk. I, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, it's a lazy way to handle it. It's not just crappy, right? But it's also lazy that you're going. Well, then you know what are you? What are we doing here? What are you telling your fans? You know, like your beloved character you read, you know, for twenty something years, um, didn't exist and doesn't really matter. You know, another problem with how when they brought Barry back is, again, I feel like this is because they felt they felt threatened by Wally West. You read Flash Rebirth and the issues after that. They are beating you over the head, telling you how better Barry is than Wally. You know, he's the better for the real Flash. And that's a kind of a slap in the face, you know. Even if when they had Wally eventually surpass Barry power-wise, Wally always, and everyone always talked about Barry being, you know, this great man. Like, it was never, it was never an insult to Barry, ever. In fact... Right, right. As much as Wally did, he never thought he was as good as Barry. But man, they were, read Flash Rebirth, they're beating you over the head with it, and it's Oh, that's kind of insulting. I completely agree. Yep. Yeah. No, it's 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 an insult to the fans. To the to so the where and everything. So just like to like for people who maybe want to jump in to Wally West like now after listening to this like where well I guess what's the state of the characters the Flash universe as it stands right now? Well, okay, um, bad stuff happened doing Heroes in Crisis, but you don't really need to know that too much. But Jeremy Adams came on the book um, an issue at like seven sixty eight a story arc called Blink of an Eye, a really fun story that also very much mirrors like Green Lantern Rebirth, where they explain the bad stuff that happened, redeeming him, and also in a really fun way. Not heavy, it's heartfelt, it's wonderful. I think Jeremy Adams on his like ninth issue now. Again, none of it's collected. They just started dropping them on the DC Universe app now. There's like the first two parts, the first two issues on there. It's really great. Um... It's user, you know, new reader friendly, um, and he's back to basics. He's uh, he's the he's the main Flash because Barry's off, uh, ex- you know, exploring the multiverse in uh, Infinite Frontier and some other stuff. Um, he's back with his family. He's he's a married, uh, you know, he's a dad of of two kids, married man. Um, you know, it's fun superheroics, but it's also you know, while he's taking his daughter to a daddy uh, daughter dance at the school. Um, it's Wally getting a new job working for Mr. Terrific at his lab. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a lot of fun. Um, it, it's the kind of every, everyone I talk to you reads it, you know, kind of says they always have a smile on their face by the end of the issue. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll say also not for nothing, but what you really, you mentioned this earlier, Keith, and I really appreciated it. You talked about Wally going and saving a life without, um, without his powers. I wouldn't call this like necessary reading or anything. But I would say that if you have the opportunity to track down a, a little Elseworlds book called The Nail, um, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's The Nail, wherein and and let me I, I should really have confirmed this, but no no it, no it can't have been The Nail. There's there's a book where it's it's definitely Elseworlds where all the superheroes of the world lose their powers. It wasn't the nail because no, the, the nail, nail was, was all about Superman. Yeah, the the, the, the Kent's get a flat tire, right? Right, right. So it's not the nail. Forget the nail. This is. I'm gonna look it up, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna 
find it. But there's an Elseworlds book where everybody loses their powers and they're and most of the superheroes decide, well, if I don't have powers, then I'm done. And there are very, very few that that decide they're going to be trained by Batman and learn how to be heroes again. And um, and Wally is one of them. Wally, uh, unfortunately, he's in the process of saving a, a police officer from a bullet. And suddenly he's not faster than the bullet anymore. And the cop gets shot and he he just cannot stand the guilt and it's only under Batman's tutelage that he's that he's reborn as the Red Devil, and um and he I I still remember that as the, the, he uh it's him Supergirl uh, Jean Jones oh it's maybe it's not Supergirl it's Power yes. Girl it's uh, JLA Act of God thank you thank you very much James JLA Act of God where they lose their powers and there's no reason for it and I like there doesn't need to be because it's an else world it's fine but it's like Supergirl uh, not I did it again not Supergirl Power Girl Power Girl uh, uh, Flash, uh, Jean Jones, and, and Aquaman, and they're now mortal, no powers. And as they're sort of describing what their abilities and powers are, Wally sort of coyly says, and even speed after fashion. Um, but it it shows just how dedicated he is to the to the notion of I will do whatever it takes to help people, even in some small way. So if you get a chance to to track down Act of God, it's nothing brilliant, but it's it's yet another uh, yet more evidence that. That Wally West um, grows into this character who who the he just he every single loss hurts and he's he's just there to help people. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll Here's definitely it. check that out. I'll, I'm going to look on the DC Universe app tonight actually see if it's on there. Um, you know, I like to recommend you know some ish, some books to some potential to you guys and also anyone listening um, that I think are kind of essential or if not essential, it's kind of captured the heart of the character. I mean. Like we said, Born to Run is definitely a wonderful origin story mm-hmm. um, that's collected in trade. Um, the Return of Barry Allen, which is also, I think, it's my favorite comic book story, uh, my favorite story, and uh, definitely um, a must for a Flash fan. Um, I think you'll just be glued to it. That either it's collected in trade or issue 74 to 79 of, of Wally's Volume 2, of Wally's series, which is Volume 2. Um I know Joe's talked about it a bunch of times, but Flash number 54, oh, yeah. Nobody Dies. Oh, what a great story. A wonderful one-shot issue. I uh, just reread that this morning, um, uh, which I know Joe says it's basically about, you know, uh, you know I don't even want to spoil it, but it's, yeah, it's kind of in the same vein where he, while he's got no way to figure out how to save this one person, but he 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 jumps to it anyway and and gets it done. It's very wonderful. Um, uh JLA number 20 by Dwayne McDuffie. I'm not sure if you guys read that series when, when Dwayne wrote the JLA book uh, after Brad Meltzer. No, I don't think I've, I've ever dived into that That's stuff. Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, it's not, the whole run's not that great, but he did one issue. Ethan Van Skyver drew it, yeah. and it's just Wally and Wonder Woman teaming up. And it's just kind of like a, a day in the life where, you know, Diana's talking to him about, you know, he, he, uh, she's trying to get him to spend more time with the league and kind of balance time more between his, his you know, his new family and all that. And just a, a wonderful issue. You know, nothing much to it. They fight the queen bee or something like that. But it, it's uh, it's about like their friendship and this, how, what Wally's life is. You know, what he's doing at that time, being a new parent. Um, really good. Um, and one last one that I, I uh, Flash Number Zero by Mark Wade. It's collected in the Terminal Velocity trade. Um, I think it's a perfect Flash issue. It kind of just tells you who he is, gives you a brief history. Uh, beautiful story by Wade and um, some great Mike. Uh, Waringo art. So mm-hmm. if you guys get a chance, uh, that's kind of 
I'd like to you know recommend everyone. Those sound great. I was I was going to ask you for. It. I'm glad I'm glad you you took the you took the the cue, Keith, and you gave us, <laughs> gave us essential Wally. Well, I, I took this very seriously. I was very uh... no, it's no, no, I, I love it. Yeah, no, no, those are, and we can, I, you're very specific, so we can go either to, uh, to um, Comixology or wherever and just look them up and, and get them. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to do, I think, another Flash episode, because I think there's probably more to say about Wally and probably mm-hmm. even expend upon Barry as much as, I think yeah. as much as we, um, not, I wouldn't say gave Barry a hard time in this episode, but Barry had his time, maybe, oh, and he shouldn't have encroached on Wally's time, but, uh, but we could probably do another episode. But before we... Um, wrap this up joe you have some flashbacks you want to take us out with well i gave you a few um just to reiterate um when you think about wally premiering in um, uh flash 110 december 1959 uh meet meet kid flash i mean that's that was by john broom the writer who wrote a lot of the um um jay garrick stories in the in, uh, flash in the, in the 40s carmen infantino who also drew gay, jay garrick and joe gl was the inker um and uh, the fact that you know Wally predates the entire Marvel universe he was he he was on printed page before the Fantastic Four so um, I just want people to know that when you when you speak about these great Silver Age characters and and I am not in any way demeaning the, the dawn of the Silver Age at Marvel comics because that's probably what saved comic books Fantastic Four and Spider-Man but please remember that Wally was around uh, at the beginning I'll be at the other company but still, you know, while the, he 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 should get the uh, the respect that he definitely deserves, and oh, and Wally is the first Flash to have a um, a number one. Barry started his number one was Flash 105, 1959. Yep. Continuation of Flash comics. So um, Flash Volume Two, number one, is is is, is Wally's um, number one. So it's just a little few flashbacks there. No, those are great. Very nice. I'd like to say one thing, if I could, before we we go, um, for anyone, for you guys or anyone listening, um, I'd love if you you promote the the, the new book, uh, the Jeremy Adams Flash book. His first issue is 768. Um, It's just a wonderful book. and I think the the book needs some love and attention from from readers, and so hopefully it continues on. Um, Yeah, Flash 768 was his first part, but, you know, the book comes out monthly. It's a a wonderful story. I think... uh, <clears throat> most comic fans would love it. What's the best way to like read that? Is that on Comicsology or it's on uh... comics? All the issues are on Comicsology, um, but also uh, the first two parts are on the DC Universe app. Mm-hmm. If you wanted this, you know, do that streaming kind of service, and then it'll, they'll come out monthly. But there, they're all um, they're all on Comicsology. Okay, because maybe uh, for this episode, I'll put a link to the Comicsology thing in the show notes. And if oh, people want to yeah. go to the 768 of The Flash, they can they can jump right into uh, to Wally West uh, right now. So, mm-hmm. um, Well, thank you, Keith, once again for being on the show and doing this retrospective on, on Wally West. Um, I think we'll, again, we'll have you back for other reasons, but I think having you back to talk more Flash, um, we'll can definitely do that in the future. Hopefully I'd love I'd love to come back anytime, talk any topic. I, uh, this was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I really appreciate the, uh, you know, the opportunity. It was great. Oh, excellent. Excellent. And um, once again, thanks, uh, Joe. Thank you for all your Flash oh, knowledge. Oh, <laughs> thanks, James. And thanks, Keith. This was fantastic. Great yeah. job. Yeah, it really was. You did great, Keith. Thanks. I appreciate it. I was a little nervous. Yeah, you, did, you did really <laughs> well. And, and thanks to you, Chris, for all your Flash knowledge. I think, I think I'm the one with the least amount of Wally West knowledge. So I appreciate all of you chiming in and filling in the gaps for our audience and really giving the character um, it, it, his proper respect. In this Always episode. happy to talk Wally West. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
So, um, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, we will have uh, that up, the, some of these links in the show notes, so you can um, start jumping into Wally West. Um, I'll see if also if I can put some links to the trades that um, Keith spoke about. Um, if you're interested also in taking uh, uh, joining in the conversation, we have the Facebook group page, Secret Origins of Mint Condition on Facebook. We have um, Secret Origins MC. Uh, for both the Instagram and the uh, Gmail um, account. So you can uh, contact us there. And uh, thank you for listening and we will talk to you soon.